This is the Edumatch Podcast Network, bringing you amazing educators sharing their love of learning one show at a time. The Edumatch Podcast Network is proud to support this show and many others. Find out more at edumatchpn.com. The ideas and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of the individual podcaster. Welcome to the Undercaffeinated Podcast, a weekly podcast for educators who don't have time to listen to a podcast, kind of like us. Each week we'll cover a different topic in education in just about five to ten minutes. Our goal is to share bite-sized chunks of professional development so you can join us, whether you're driving your kids around, preparing dinner, making copies during prep, or really doing just about anything. This is PD for real teachers who are real tired, coming to you from Nevada, Colorado, and Florida. Welcome to the Undercaffeinated Podcast, Episode 10. We all know the term differentiated instruction and how this can benefit our students. We have the different tiers of support and the scaffolding in our instruction. Uh, In the past few years, I've been hearing a lot about leveled learning targets, which is really just differentiated instruction. And with the current setup of my virtual classroom, all of my live classes are grouped based on instructional level, which makes it really easy for me to apply these leveled learning targets. So it's been something that has kind of come up a lot in the last couple of years. And so I feel like professionally, it's something that I'm diving into. So Erin, I wanted to get your feedback. You you wanted to (laughs) bring me into the pool with you. (laughs) I did because I need some, you know, it's, there's a lot of times being in the virtual school where um, I feel like sometimes things from the brick and mortar classroom don't um, necessarily mesh with what I'm doing, or Mm -hmm. I think, how can I take that of what I used to do in the classroom and how can I bring that into the virtual setting? And so like all of this kind of, it's kind of a constant like butting of the heads that I have with myself. You're always comparing. (laughs) I am. And so this, I feel like is one of those, um, those concepts, these level learning targets, it's something that can be applicable in any classroom setting. Um, and so kind of taking a look at it and breaking it down, we have our standards, right? And our standards right. are what we want our students to be able to know and to do. And then we have our targets and they're a little bit different, but these would be like our I can statements and they would be specific to the lesson or the activity or the day. And so it's kind of taking that standard and almost putting it into an I can statement um, and then kind of shifting it. So I wanted to kind of pick your brain a little bit because we are taking the shift. I do, I teach four different instructional levels um, in my, in kind of the breakdown of how I teach my classes. Mm -hmm. Um, It is really unique because if you can just follow this for a minute, um, we, we have, uh, in the, in the virtual school that I work for, we have our online curriculum, right? Mm-hmm. And our online curriculum is what we like to consider kind of like our tier one instruction. So that's the, the grade level instruction that everyone's getting. And then we kind of like to say that our live classes are tier two, but for all of our students, Um, and so all of our students are receiving tier two instruction. It just might not be intervention support. It might be some enrichment for our advanced students. Um, and so everybody's getting that live class 
instructional support. And that's um, where they're broken down into groups, right? Based on their yes, levels. That's where they're, yes. That's where they're broken down into instructional groups. Um, and then no group has more than 20 students. I think my largest right now is 16. Because I do have a lot of students in the virtual school. I was going to say, can you just make sure, like, let, let everybody know, because that seems like a really big instructional group, but comparatively... Like right, your whole cl- your whole class is how many kids? Well, I start off the year with about sixty. Yeah, and then you know some people kind of get into okay, what is this whole virtual school thing, and is it right for my student, and is it not? So right now I'm at about fifty, um, and that'll increase a little bit in January. Um, okay. So kind of going into these groups, and what's interesting, too, is that the different levels meet a different number of times each week for okay. math and ELA. So advanced students, um, they meet uh, once a week for math, once a week for ELA. Proficient students meet twice a week for math, twice a week for ELA. And then our basic and our low basic will meet with me four times a week for math and four times a week for ELA. So kind of looking at that, these leveled learning targets. Um, I kind of want to know, have, have you ever used them? (laughs) So have you ever like sat down to, to write them all out? That's kind of been the last two years is sitting down to like really focus on a standard Mm -hmm. and create four levels for that standard. So I'm just, I'm going to be completely upfront with you and say, and like, everybody that's listening and say that when you were like, let's, let's talk about level learning targets. I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> you know, uh, totally upfront. Here's the thing, like though, as we talk about it, um, I do understand what you're talking about because I've done that. I've just used a different vocabulary. You right. know what I mean? It's, so, it's differentiated instruction. It's really I think what we could say it is. It really is. And so, okay, so for me, when I did what you're, I think, looking at doing, we called it um, unwrapping the standards. That would be another, I think, yeah, I think that's another term that I've heard for level learning targets. So then what I did was I was working at a school where we were an upside down like intervention triangle where instead of um instead of the bottom being um the the top the top small part of the triangle being um in need of RTI and tier 2 and tier 3 we were flipped where the larger portion of the triangle of our school needed RTI and intervention and so it was determined that you know our tier 1 instruction needed to be bulked up and mm-hmm. so, you know, in order to work towards flipping that triangle. Um, and so our ELA coach at the time, what she did was she sat down with us um, as a, like a whole school in the mornings. And she said, OK, let's look at each standard. Right. Because you can determine, especially with the common core standards, there are so many pieces. You can pull right. out a piece and that is your learning target. Right. right. That's your learning goal. But what we needed to do was (laughs) we broke down a standard into like the four or five targets. And then what we did is we looked, we aligned the stand, like we aligned that standard 
all the way down to first grade and we said, okay, in say fifth grade, because I was teaching fifth grade at the time, they need to know how to do this. Okay, so in fourth grade, they need to know how to do this to get to this point. And then in third grade, they need to know how to do this to get to this point. And mm -hmm. essentially what I had to do is I had to say, okay, fourth grade, my kids don't know how to do this. Third grade, my kids don't know how to do this. Second grade, my kids do know how to do this. So how do I, as a fifth grade teacher, bridge that gap and teach that skill, that that gap that they miss between, say, second and third grade. And that's just a, an example. You know what I mean? And so really, yeah. for me, that's what I had to do. I had to look at what do they not know in order to provide that differentiation to get to the standard, mm -hmm. to the learning. Target. And that's something, yeah, that's something that I think is really important. And so in kind of doing this and in kind of like I said, this has been introduced to me probably about two years ago, spent a little bit of time working on it, kind of dabbled in some other things, and now it's kind of coming back. And so mm -hmm. I'm kind of focusing a little bit more on that. But taking um, like a, a grade level standard for fractions, adding and subtracting fractions with unlike denominators, that's a right. fifth grade standard. So that would be our level three. That's kind of what everybody's expected to do. If you take that up and you go to a level four, maybe students would start to be able to add a little bit more complicated fractions. Maybe they would add um, an improper fraction and mixed number. So mm -hmm. you're kind of pushing it a little bit. And then going down from a level three, remember that's that grade level, going down, maybe instead of adding fractions with unlike denominators, maybe we're going to a fourth grade standard of adding and subtracting um, mixed numbers and fractions with like denominators. So they already have that common denominator in there. Right. And then if we need to even go a step lower than that, we can work on just finding those basic equivalent fractions. Yeah. So how I think this is applicable in the traditional classroom setting is thinking about when we're pulling those small groups, which I remember was always a challenge every single day, daily challenge to get that time, get that focus with those groups. But I really think as I've, as I've gotten more knowledge and exposure and practice with these leveled learning targets, mm -hmm. I really think that this would be something that would kind of make that small group time streamlined. Yes. To where you're able to break it down. And there are resources out there to where you don't have to do it yourself. I mean, I finally after spending all of that time trying to brainstorm all of it, I went and I found a resource on Teachers Pay Teachers that kind of did a lot of that brain power work for me. Right. Because, I mean, let's be honest, why try to reinvent the wheel, right? Right. So it's just kind of something to, um, to think about. But as I've been working on it, I thought, you know what, I think this might be helpful for other teachers as, you know, we're in classrooms and we're trying to pull small groups and we're trying to do all this stuff. So... Thanks for chatting it through with me. <laughs> no, of course. And you're right. It's super, it's super good instructional practice to be, even if, because in a, in a brick and mortar, a lot of times our goal is just that one, not the differentiated learning target. Um, mm -hmm. It's the one main learning target, but we have to be cognizant of it so that when it comes time to evaluate and comes time to create those small groups and whatnot, you, you are doing it purposefully and not just saying like, I'm just going to do this because this is where the whole group should be. Cause that's not going to help your kids that are achieving high or achieving low. Absolutely. So I guess our question that we want to put out there for the social media world on Twitter yeah. and Instagram is, um, do you do this in your classroom? What is it called? I mean, I think that there's all sorts of different names for this, but 
what what do you do with leveled learning targets? How does that help you? And what strategies do you have to share with other teachers of how we can differentiate that instruction, but in an in a more streamlined way. A lot of questions, but I think they all go together, right? <laughs> yeah, they do. And really, in my opinion, the strategies is the most valuable because what can we take and use right. right away? Right. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for joining us. Um, we are on both Twitter and Instagram at undercaffeinated, and we would just love to hear from you. If you would like to, if you like what you heard, please feel free to go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. That way other educators can find us quickly and easily. So everybody have a great night, day, whenever you happen to be listening. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.